Welcome to Tough Love, the love and relationship podcast with me, Mairead Lockman, matchmaker, dating specialist and the founder of Love HQ Matchmaking. And me, Stephanie Regan, clinical psychotherapist and relationship expert. So today we're going to talk about breakups. And did you know, Mairead, a really good reason to talk about this. The average adult has three significant breakups and spends 18 months getting over them. I think that's a good reason and a good place to start. I really think it is. I've already, I'd say, had more than the average. So uh, for anybody listening to this, I think they will enjoy the topic. So let's dive right in. Yes. So Marie, I thought today we really should look at breakups. I think it's important, yeah. Yeah, it's so important. Well, it's important for a thousand reasons, but it's probably the first of them is that there's so much breakup in all our lives. You know, we tend to have at least three very significant breakups. Yes. And that's what the kind of figures show. Yes. And we have, uh, and people spend an average of 18 months getting over them. That's a wow. really good reason, I think, just to give it talk some time. It. Yeah. And I know there's sort of the early breakups, you know, the sort of, you know, and we need to talk about that, the early love breakups, but also when it's a very significant relationship and how that feels. And then maybe laterally, you know, when you're really exiting a long-term relationship. So and there's the impact it has, because I often get, let's say, clients in their late 30s, early 40s that maybe haven't had a relationship since their early 20s because yes. it was so significant in their life. But mm. I've actually also talked to people that maybe went to a therapist and they said, you know, they talked about a breakup when they were in their 20s. They're like, oh, yeah, but you were only young. And it's yeah. almost dismissed. Yeah. So I think it is. It has a huge impact. Well, it's first like love. First yeah. love. I mean, it's what all the songs are about. Absolutely. And yeah. there's a reason why first heartbreaks it is. are killer. huge. And, and I think it does create like an imprint on how you're going to date going forward as well, yeah. which is important. Well, because all of you is drawn up. So, so yeah, I, I just think the, the, the early breakups, it's like a little motif, if you like, in your life. And so if we, if we kind of think of that and, and why is it, why is it the worst? Why is it so much worse for us, you know, when mm-hmm. it's the early breakup? And I think it's just that we don't have the skills. We don't have a template. We don't understand if it's yeah. all us. And we're trying to, trying to, how would you say, put together a sense of who we are because we're only 18, 19 or yeah. 16. And so we all remember those scars. Do you remember those scars? I do remember those mm-hmm. scars, but I also remember, and I suppose my own observation from being a matchmaker and, mm. and talking to people about it, as well as my own scars. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think what kind of happens, and like, obviously I'm not coming from your professional point of view, but I think what happens is they've been minded by their parents and then they're out into the big bad world around yeah. 17, 18. Yes. And very often these big relationships that I see anyway would have come when they went to college. So they may be now living away from home. Like, like that's a huge thing. There's only a few times in your life where you restart completely. So moving to college is such a big Big thing thing. because it's like Mm. moving away from family and safety and you're completely on your own. So if you are having a relationship with someone at that stage, realistically, you're forming your new self. Yes. And so the person that you could be dating around that time is a huge part of who you are. Yes, and that's the evolving forming, as you say, the forming self. But what I I thought you really touched on there, which is really important, is it's not just the breakup and the time in sort of and why it's your first love, but also the time in your life that it happens to you. And now you're saying 18, 19, I know in this significant sense, but often the first bump, the first, the first bump is is very significant. You know, um, the the person you fancied and had a crush on, you Mm -hmm. know, on the school bus for, you know, a long time. And finally, you get an opportunity to be together. And then it's it's sort of a no or it it fizzles out in two weeks. Or I know that seems like something quite small, but it's. 
it's a very big thing in your life when you are young. Well, I'll and give you an example. We all need to reflect yeah. on those and Absolutely. what they did to us. I'll give you an example. I had a 45-year-old man come to me yesterday, very professional, looked great, fit, healthy, happy, well-adjusted in his life. And when I said to him, you know, why are you, like, when was your last relationship? And he said, my early 20s. And this is only yesterday yes, evening. Wow. And I said to him, why do you think that is? And he said, because I mortally took, like was mortally wounded after every rejection. Yeah. And yeah. he said, I would have been somewhat shy anyway. Mm-hmm. And each rejection was just so amplified. And too much for him. Yeah. And I yeah. said to him, do you think you're right to date now? And like he has he dated actually a lady during lockdown, which gave him a certain amount of confidence. Mm-hmm. And then he heard me on the radio a few times and said, yeah. right, he'd come to me. Yeah. And I said, do you think you're ready? And we had a chat about it all. And he was like, I'm absolutely ready. But this is a man in his mid 40s. Yeah. Well, and we sometimes it, just assume it's going to be ladies, but it's men as well. Oh, oh very much so. And um, and often it's it's masked, of course. It can also yeah. be masked in, you know, I don't care. And, you know, yeah. I'm kind of, I don't get too involved. And yeah. and, and people have many ways of, of protecting themselves mm-hmm. with that. Like um, they break up relationships very early. They don't get involved too mm-hmm. much. They have lots of sex and lots of yes. connections and lots of mm-hmm. social um, situationship wins with yeah. people. Yeah, lots of situationships, but they don't go the next step and that's how a lot of people who have been wounded Mm -hmm. um behave and i think that's why it's important to have a peep at it because because in that first time aren't you just trying to kind of work out if you think of it when someone rejects you see is a big bad word because it feels like rejection but really it's not it's it's kind of you know decisions somebody is a little different to you mm-hmm. they don't fancy you as much as they fancy somebody else yeah. when you're young it's all about fancy isn't it and really then, people aren't thinking in any other yes. way when you're in your teenagehood but the thing is you're trying to find out if you're attractive you're trying to find out if guys like you or vice yeah. versa and that's why it wounds and also then we have to take into consideration the element how dating has changed so even since i've been dating it's different but i'm now getting We'll say people coming to me that are in their late 20s that all they know is online dating. And so yeah. unfortunately, those years now are more regular rejection because online dating is faster than the monthly teenage disco that would come around. Now, I don't know if this teenager is online dating. Oh, my God, mm-hmm. I hope they don't. But um, what Not I would say agenda. is, yeah, but what I would say is even those early 20s um, and the, or those first initial steps into yes. dating. um it's so fast. It's so fast paced. So the thing is, when you're online dating, yes, the chance of meeting someone is increased. Yes, the more you're meeting people faster, but mm. also you're getting rejected faster as well. Yes. And so it must be. And there is definitely going to be a knock on effect in society with the speed of regular rejection from online dating. Oh, as well. I think so. There's an accumulated effect, an accumulated impact. Yes. I mean, you see what um, what your 45 year old said to you there. You know, he recoiled. Yes. So I think I hear it a lot mm-hmm. that people are, you know, they get burnt out with the rejection. They yes. get burnt out with the, but, but, and this is a lot of what you and I have been trying to talk about, yeah. which is you have to adjust to this new time. You got to expect rejection. You got to, got, you know, call it, I, I don't like the word rejection. You can see I almost yes. stumble over I know, it. Because yeah. I don't think it's a great word because if something doesn't work between two people, the, you know, you have to find a way to think about this in mm-hmm. a positive way. What I often, and rejection is yes. the worst way to think about this. This yeah. is they deselect you and or you deselect them. And you probably yeah. can't make that decision early, but sometimes it takes a few little, a few weeks to know that actually, no, I'm not going any further with this. I definitely. And one thing I often say to people to remind them that it's not, you know, because they people do take it so personally. 
like I remind people what dating is and I've said it before and I'll say it a hundred times dating is two people getting to know each other and figuring out if they would like to continue now unfortunately because of some people's attachment styles yes they grab onto that yeah but you're only getting to know that person so you're it is you know that kind of mortally wounded and even with people with matchmaking when I ring them up and say you know would you like to meet them again even if they don't want to meet that person again they want to know that the other person wants to meet them Yes, and they it's want the like it's the, of it. oh my and the validation and the yes. but you know and then if they well, the because there is a hit there is <laughs> and even when they don't want to meet them and they yeah. know there was no chemistry or whatever it might yeah. have been the compliment um, is there it's just there yeah yeah but but the thing is dating and relationships shouldn't be really to build your self esteem if you think no. of it that's that's where where things go really wrong when you need the relationship yes. to feel okay or you need the relationship to feel that you're good enough yes the the whole thing is you should feel good enough now i know that's yeah. not a, this is not a perfect word no loads of people are feeling a bit low out there and uh, and feeling they've had enough of it and what what's she talking about there you know yeah. or we it all, should be easier yeah yeah it should be easier and it's great to feel about but if you don't all i suppose what i'm saying is if you don't feel good about you mm-hmm. you're probably not ready yes for the true. dating because oh, it's a tough business 100 percent. i actually got an email off yeah. the other day i met her in cork about two months ago and she had just moved down there from the midlands mm-hmm. and she was in a job that she absolutely hated and she said it was the worst mistake she ever did moving here and i could see myself from a number of years ago and i just said to her just press pause just stop for a second yeah. why are you going into a job that you hate all day every day change that job and when you've done that, come back to me and see what we can do from there. And she came back to me the other day and she said, you probably don't remember me. And I was like, and actually, I was like, I do. I've been dying to know what you did. And, you know, mm. um, I suppose it's kind of the big sister in me as well, but I've lived it. Yes. So, yes, when you're ready yourself, if there's something like your job or there's something pulling out of you, concentrate on that first. Or yes. mental health, I always say that as well. Yes. Concentrate on your mental because health. Because if you don't, there's more breakups out there. That's it. And they are going to hit you hard. Just and build you have yourself to up. be able. Absolutely. You know, we talk about being stress resilient. Yes. I am saying to you, you gotta be, you gotta have a little template in your mind for breakups because yes. they're going to happen again and again and again, especially if you're online. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? So we've talked a lot in, you know, in different podcasts about power and taking yes. control in your hands and but and being is... the one to choose and not always having, not not being passive in your mm-hmm. relationship. We've done loads about that. But I just think when it comes to breakups, what the key thing I often say to people is, what are you telling yourself about this breakup? Mm-hmm. You know, are you, we've, we've an inclination to try and find, we we want the story to add up. Yeah. You know, so we keep looking at what did, we'd hear people persecuting themselves. What did I do wrong? Where did I go wrong? You didn't go wrong. It was not right. It just, you know, it's like a mix that didn't work. Stephanie, I really have noticed, especially in the last three to four months, how selfish dating is. So hear me out Mm. on this. Okay. Everybody that comes to me for matchmaking, they've come to me to find something for their own heart. It is as simple as that. When I ask people, do you want to meet them again? Do you not want to meet them again? Everything like that. Yes, there is a certain point where they do start caring about the feelings of the other person. Yes. But dating is selfish to start yes. with. Their whole objective of getting into a relationship is for themselves. And it's maybe not, it should be, shouldn't it? And it should be. Yeah. And I think, because I always analyse myself, I think in past relationships, that's where I have faltered is that when I meet the person I then started caring about their feelings more than my feelings so Mm -hmm. overall what I would say is you know don't take it personally because when I ask people why do you not because I get the real reason 
you yeah. know, you don't, they didn't just disappear on You're me. They didn't go to the they want me to send them on the next date. I'm like, yes. realistically, why? It's so very rarely something to do with the other person. Okay, it could be chemistry. Yes. But it could be something like, um, uh, silly things like they looked like my dad. Mm-hmm. Or they looked, they reminded me of an ex or the way they laughed or I didn't like the way they folded their legs as they were talking to me. All of this sort of thing. But that's really interesting insight, right? It's ridiculous stuff. But isn't it? It's it really is, interesting. But I love it. Because like it's, yeah, no, yeah, it's but, the ultimate people what observing. You're, what you're saying is when people break up and I would completely concur, yeah. you know, with that, yeah. that really they're not saying, oh, I didn't like her because, you know, well, she was a bit this or a bit that. They're not no. really saying that. It's more how All that about person them. made them feel. And yeah. and that they are good reasons to break up yes. and not to go out with that person again. Yeah. As you say, it's a seek and find mission. It is. I've always felt yeah, that. Is, actually, if yeah. I knew all this when I was 20, I'd have been dangerous. I but I, I, I didn't know all this until life, you know, Maybe that's why we're not allowed it. to learn it in later life. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Maybe so. But, um, you know, it w- the, the truth is it's a seek and find mission yeah. and you cannot learn it all in one and you know you but you do pick up the signals mm-hmm. and the more tuned in you are to your selfish self yes the healthy selfish you i think you need to be but I it's think, a healthy yes. selfishness that you got to know we've been saying all the time you got to know what you want yes here's the, somebody telling you straight this is yeah. what what they know what they want there yeah. and that's that really makes a difference and what you i thought what you said there was really interesting because what you're saying is you can fall into this empathy trap you know yeah. and and over being over interested in other people's emotions in the dating time yeah. really means that you're just not tuned into your own. Mm-hmm. And so that's where people can really go wrong, in my view. So tune right in there and find out what are your, you know, a bit like a bit like if you were buying a house, what are your what are your deal breakers? Yeah. Well, you know, what are you not going to? Yeah. What, what do you not, not want? Exactly. And if you see it, get away from it and and be nice about it. But, you know, this is your choosing. You're trying yes. to find a fit. You're trying to find, you know, not all of the things. And you're trying to find that feeling of magic as well. Yes. But um, you've got to be ready for the breakups. And if you overinvest, uh, you're going to you're going to hurt every hurt time. Your, and yeah, absolutely. You need to become more resilient, as you would say. Yeah. Um. So say you are in a relationship, okay, it doesn't matter if it was early stages, late stages, anything like that, maybe they're different, like people come to you, obviously, um, mm. at the stages where they think, you know, I think I'm going to break up with this person. Like, what do you think? What, you know, um, how, can you see it? Oh, yeah. You can straight away. Oh, yeah. If you, should, you can see it. Well, that's part of it. A bit like yeah, you I would know. say, people are very honest. It's a very yes. intimate listening. Okay. It's a very... Um, it's very confessional in that like, sense. And so yeah. you're, you're listening at a very deep level and they're telling you things that they will never tell anyone in the whole world. Yes. And that's why it's about such... Their, about their relationship, about, yes. And how they feel in it. And that's why it's such a kind of privileged listening, I always it think. Is, yeah. But um, I, what I find is that... The, so the people who would come to me breakup-wise very often would be people who find themselves in a, in a, a pattern. Okay. So people often come to therapy because they want to break a pattern or they've begun to see that they're in a bit of a stuck, in a bit of a groove that they're not able to get out of and they can't see their way out of. That's a super time to take some, get an external perspective because somebody else can see it. I can usually see it fairly quickly. And I think most Mm -hmm. people listening would be able to see that the person maybe is more inclined to please, that the person is inclined uh, 
very much what we mentioned there, not to be able to tune into their own desire, okay. uh, to want the relationship too much, mm-hmm. to, um, to be compromising when they shouldn't, and to have a pattern of that perhaps in their whole lives. Yes. And you will, hear, hear, you will hear coming through these little messages, you know, that, that they've got down the line about, um, you know, well, you know, don't be you know, don't be selfish or don't, don't be, um, I always remember a girl saying to me, to me, you know, nobody loves a winner. And I thought this is a, a real, it's a real, you could hear it was an old message. Yes. And, uh, and she's not a winner. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. And, uh, it so kind of kept her in her place. Just yeah. Kind of kept a, her squashed. These are all little things we've soaked in and breathed in. And sometimes when you find yourself up against the wall, if you like, of, mm-hmm. of relationship breaks, you find yourself saying, I don't know how I got here. Yeah. How did I get into this position? That's a good time to check yourself. You can also do it yourself. You can ask yeah. yourself all those things. So I know we've skipped slightly away now from from no. what to do, but but I just think key is you know wondering how you got there. Really ask yourself those questions. How did this happen? Mm-hmm. Why did it happen? And what part did I play in it? Did I stay here too long? Yeah. Was there were, were there markers that I didn't notice? Yeah. Was there um, was I was I cleaving to something that shouldn't? Because that that's usually what happens. Yeah, um, that's that's a very well, you're cle- frequent you're to potential, to potential. potential. But potential is not an, enough. No, it's not. You and know, potential is not real. Yeah, exactly. What you're doing is you're in love with what you think you could have. Yeah, but that's this is the real world. In in relationships, you got to be you got to be a bit blunt at the beginning. Yeah, I and remember. I think bluntness actually works. I think it yes. brings people forward. You know, no, I don't like it. Yeah. You know, no, I don't want to do that. And and then the, the other person, I think we all like that when the person shows themselves yes. and, and says, this is who I am. You know, sorry, I don't, maybe I don't like going to nightclubs or I do like going to nightclubs. Yeah. Be yourself, say it. I'm not great. I'm not great with drink. I don't like heavy nights. Say it. You know, don't try yeah. and just sally along. So, but I think the more you sort of show yourself in this brave kind of way, the quicker the relationship moves to a, this is working or it's not working. I think really starting as you mean to go on, I've said it like a hundred times, I think really starting as you mean to go on, being clear on your communication. Yep. Somebody said to me recently, why do you have to be clear in your communication? And I had to think about it for a second and I, my, my answer to it was to prevent the feeling that I don't want to feel. That's why I need to be clear on my communication mm. was my interpretation of it. But like I have had those moments where standing in a bedroom ball and crying thinking this is not my life like how did I end up here and I'd moved house mm-hmm. like almost two hours away from my home I'd given up my job I was setting up my business mm-hmm. still in this business so it's all good um but you know that whole thing of this is not my life and, and like I felt trapped yeah all of those things I remember saying to my mom as well I wish I'd had like a a big big relationship before this and mum's like to learn from and I remember my mum saying at one stage and this is one of the relationships she said like maybe this is the one to learn from and I remember being devastated that you know at the thought of you have learned from it yeah and I had and And I think I don't know what age you were when that happened but um, that that is the whole point that that you have to learn from it but that's why I think it's important to have these conversations because I remember at the time the question I asked myself so much was, should I break up? And I literally searched everywhere to find the answer. And there is no answer. So if you're Googling endlessly, should I break up with them? First of all, I think if you start Googling all of these things, that let that be a little red flag to you straight away that there's an issue. Second of all, when you start writing all these things in your notes on your phone, somebody else might write them down on a piece of paper, but I would, you know, be writing in the notes on my phone if I start yeah. doing that. 
you know in your heart, you know in your gut. And sometimes when I say to people to stop collecting the red flags, you don't have to be the red flag collector. You don't need to have 25 of them and then you can leave. Realistically, you only need one reason to leave. And this, it's especially the at the outset, yeah, especially at yeah. the outset. Do you know that 70 percent of breakups happen in the first year? I can well believe that. Yeah. So well, do the maths, that. do the maths. So you're, yeah. you know, this mm-hmm. first year in a relationship, I know we can feel very certain mm-hmm. after six months, but really the truth is you need time to see it. So there's a few different points on that. One yeah. That I just said to you earlier, two people are only getting to know each other still. That's what dating is. So guess what? You were, so you you're find. not a life partner at this yeah. stage. Second of all, I've said it many times, you should at least be with somebody, I say the four seasons, before making any big decisions. Moving in together, getting engaged, having babies. Agreed, So now, there we go. Agreed. Great. Okay. Yeah. Rules, I of, rules of engagement. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I just think, okay, as well, I actually want to say... Some of the most intense relationships and the ones that I see people most hurt by are the ones that ended somewhere between six months and nine months. My interpretation of this is that their body is not ready yet. Their body is still flooded with all the love chemicals, the dopamine, the, mm-hmm. you know, all of these things. Um, I think their body has a certain level of memento for this love. Oh, yeah. And I actually think oh, yeah. when it They'd disappears after six to nine months, <clears throat> there's not enough, we'll say, the shininess hasn't worn off. So I actually think it is very intense. And sometimes people say, you know, well, I was only dating them for six months or eight months, but, I, you know, it felt very intense. Well, it's very much on I the understand rise. It. I think yes. that's the thing. I understand that. It's oh, yeah. still on the rise. Yes. You're very much on the rise, the connection um, and the uh, adrenaline and, and your adrenaline, a, everything. Yeah. yeah, it's a very difficult time yeah. uh, to, to, for it to end. But the reality is if you if you hold in your head and that's what I try and just I think that's why this is great. You yes. know, in I that sense so. that to say to people, you have to always keep that open in your mind that mm-hmm. you're you see if you stay in active mode in terms of searching and checking you know should you really be completely accepting of everything and are you into perfection at six months because there's a lot about this person you still don't know yeah and that's what happens and some people are better at breaking up than others some people are better at making decisions yes. and so so there's lots of reasons why it happens and I suppose we need to also talk about how to do it in a way that protects you a little bit yes so i suppose i've kind of half mentioned there about about um the importance of you checking what you're telling yourself Mm -hmm. are you saying to yourself it was my fault or do you always say it was their fault there's another big issue people people do a lot of self-blame and self-checking but also you will find people who never look at themselves and they always blame we we all have friends like that we all have people we know like that that it's always everybody else's fault it's never and sometimes you have to kind of read between the lines yeah stephanie what happens in a case where there's like children you're like your mortgage you're married 20 years your whole life your whole identity everybody knows you as mr and mrs yes well that's it like that must be very difficult yeah well, you see what you're talking about there too, you know, even in the, in the outset, if you think of it like a continuum, I think of it like an arc. Okay. And the amount of emotional investment mm-hmm. that you have in the first six months determines how much loss you will feel okay. in many ways. So, and as you go through that arc and you've been together, maybe you've moved in together, you've had, you know, your two years together, you're, you're now you're making the big decisions. You're at the point where yeah. are the big decisions coming or are they not? Are you able to get over that lifelong commitment point or is there still a wobble and questions there? 
And then you make that and you end up married, children, etc. And 10 years yeah. down the road or 15, the most common point, of course, is 20 years down the road where people uh, separate. Yeah. And so think of the amount of investment. And that's where I think of it. Emotional investment, psychological investment, and of course, your investment of your time. And your heart. Because yeah. above all else, you don't get time back. No. So um, that's also why you should be careful with it and mind yeah. it and uh, don't give it away lightly um, to anyone. So it's, I, I mean, there's so much to speak about in the marriage sense because mm. there's so much to disassemble. But if we look at the two sides of that arc, yeah. there's what are you disassembling at the beginning? Yes. You're you're trying to take back your um, take back your investment in many ways yes. and your time and your daily life. And the more this person has been in your daily life, the more you're going to lo- to feel the loss. Yeah. And it is True. like a kind of grieving. And I hear people, you know, they're they're saying, but, oh, you know, I still miss him so much. Or, you know, he will say, I, I, I still miss her so much. That doesn't mean you shouldn't be out of it. That, that's that's just grieving. That's just letting go, yeah. letting that person out of you, out of your life, out of your yes. heart, out of your your day and your emotional stuff. So we often talk about cold turkey. It ha- has to be cold turkey. Yeah. It's the only way to do and it. And also, I get a lot of people, a good, a good few if I'm honest. I don't take on, first of all, people that are still living in the family home with the partner, an ex-partner. Yeah. Um, I, rem- I Not so long ago, I was a lady sitting in front of me and she was like I knew that was your rules because I've listened to your podcast Mm. but and I was like no buts because I personally would not date someone that's still living with their ex-partner so I have to be real about this and also there needs to be a a clear break so I had a lady actually in Galway on Tuesday and she was telling me that her her ex-husband she she still lives in the family home and the ex-husband still comes in the door and for dinner two or three times a week Mm. and I was like does he knock as he walks in the door she's like no he has a key and I'm like, okay, but think about that. I think that's good. In you think some he still respects. Has key? In some respects no. now. It depends on yeah, okay. facilitating now. The kids I, are now in their twenties. Okay. So yeah. there's two ways to look at it. I am a huge supporter of the and we're on the other end of the yes. arc here. Okay, this um, is good. Where there's been fifteen, twenty years in family and mm-hmm. children and all of that. A, a seemly a, a, a seemly friend, friendly mm-hmm. separation. Now, I know it can never be without heart, so we're yes. not suggesting that. But you're going to be parents forever. You're yes. going to be at all those 21st, 18th, yes. graduations, mm-hmm. if you know, yeah. graduations, marriages. You're going to mm-hmm. have to stand there. And the single thing that you can do for your kids is to continue to be seemly with each other. Yes. Now, that's, I would agree, there, there is also then the line, if you want a new relationship, yes. you have to cut, you have to have clear boundaries around all of that. Yes. So that, you know, you're yeah. not asking this person mm-hmm. to come into a mixed up situation. But if it's not mixed up, yeah. it can be very good. Because I've seen a lot of good separations lately. Yeah. And and I tell you, the kids benefit. They really benefit. Okay, from it. I can understand the kids benefiting it. Okay, mm. but you have to think of yourself as a human, as a, a as an individual as well. As now, an individual going forward to date. Can I suggest? Okay, and just as a, an example. Okay, say there's a man and woman separated. They have kids, and the man still comes back into the house. Like that situation. That lady now wants to meet a new man. Mm-hmm. Do you think that man is happy with? the ex coming into the house the whole time first of all if they want to make that you know bring it on to maybe a place where they live together or something like that first of all and second of all I don't know if if anybody can be super clear because I think when somebody meets a new partner now 
if they've had two or three, fair enough. But if it's the first new partner after a big breakup, That's do you different. not think yeah. the original lady will have a certain level of, well, who is she? Blah, blah, blah. You know, the way like normal curiosity, curiosity and yes. kind of then this kind of thing of, oh, yeah, I saw your one or is because let's say oh, yeah. they were obviously checking them out on social media and all of these sorts of things. Do you not think the original partner has some level of, we'll say in some cases, manipulation or hold still over the guy? Like she was married yeah. to this man for 20 years. Now, and this is a difference. This is not the same lady that I'm talking about. But yes. this, any lady married to somebody for 20 years will know what buttons to push. For sure. But she also may be happy to be out of that marriage. So yeah, but it there's does also, happen. but see, back to the what the point I made earlier of, you know, they didn't want them, but they still want the other person to want them. Yeah. So she might be happy to be out of that marriage, but she still might, you know, want yes. to see him a little and bit miserable. And like looking <laughs> at, at someone else. No, yeah. no, I completely agree. And and it's not in any way straightforward. There is no answer. Yeah. There's no quick answers. But what I'm saying is when children are young and, you know, oh, yeah. it's well, very, absolutely when they're young, very yeah. helpful if the couple can be can share the house in that way because houses are expensive yes. you know it's not like oh, we can go out and buy three of them in a, in a day and so you've got a lot of couples now okay. who have who have broken up and who have that problem yes. and they have the problem of childcare so somebody comes in for your if you you know if you've separated from your husband and or he from you and but you can still share childcare you can yes. still share um, the home in the sense for yes. the children because that gives them stability and then you start you know, growing a, a separateness mm. a, a, for, your, I for yourselves. absolutely agree in that mm. element when the kids are still young and and all of that. And I do yeah. think that there has to be... But I agree, the tw- they're coming in the door is a bit, you know... Yeah, see, it's you a very would fine line. You privacy. Yes, we, like there is a very fine line. But, you know, most people will want to date somebody that is still involved in their family unit, yes. of course, you know, and it does show healthy relationships. So... Yeah, then there's the transition then, of course, when they do want to start dating. So where is the line? So there's a lot of communication has to be done. There's a lot of... Oh, absolutely. But a lot of I clean... don't take on people that are still living together. Yeah, and I, I understand that. Now, that said, I have seen a number mm. of people who have been yeah. still living at home. They've made the decision. Mm-hmm. They are breaking up. They yeah. have broken up emotionally and psychologically yeah. in every way, but not in the physical sense. And they are ready. Yeah. So it doesn't, I suppose what I am saying is it doesn't always represent confusion. I know, I know. It does sometimes. I know I understand that. Back, to the, back to the, we don't have yes. clean, clear answers here. I know, we don't. Because there's so many versions. But, we don't. But it doesn't always represent It's funny because I throw into the mix there, I obviously get a lot of barristers and solicitors as well coming to me for matchmaking and they're always like, do not send anybody to me unless they're fully divorced. Like it's uh, <laughs> it, like it's just like, because they get sucked into it so often, yes. you know, and they start Fixing going, it. yeah, yes, they're like, if they have to be fully divorced, fully everything. It's so yes. funny, just depending on what people's careers are and well, their and in, and in many ways, that is the ideal time to meet yes. people. But the truth is, people are quite individual. Yeah. You know, I'm very, I've been very surprised myself because you often, you often think yourself, you know, oh, I'd need six months or I'd need two yes. years, you know. But, but the truth is, everybody's quite different. I know. You know, people actually and men, men actually are more ready to move on than women. Women have more emotional entanglement in terms of the moving on. And the other thing is that the person who makes the decision almost always moves on more quickly. Do they? Yeah. Oh, yes. Because they have they they're not um, 
first of all, they have been thinking about it perhaps long before the other mm -hmm. person, the other party, whether that's a breakup in the early yes. stages or in the later stages, because they have been maybe the one who's not happy, don't like, don't yeah. feel their needs are being met, don't feel they can be themselves in this relationship or whatever it mm -hmm. is that causes the breakup. So they've been kind of mulling that for a long time. Yeah. So they've been imagining their future without this person, wondering mm -hmm. how they would shape it, etc. So there's, they have a lot of internal processing done okay. before the breakup. And then they kind of, they go through the tears and the conversation and all of that. But they go out that door really with, or whether they stay, but they go out and they are more ready for the world yes. than the person to whom it has been done. How do you make the decision? Like I've done it, but is there a way of making it or is it just a feeling or is it like, where is the final point? Like I, anytime I have broken up with someone, I've still been in love with them, mm -hmm. but I've had to choose myself. Yeah. I've literally been, and excuse my French, finished with their shit. Yeah. So like so being with yeah. them is was not good for you. Wasn't no, and if, like and I was I would have been slow at making the decision. I would have. That's probably why I say don't collect the red flags because I mm. would have collected them. Like I would have had a great collection of red flags and a load of notes on my phone and reminders mm. for if I wanted to go back in three weeks' time that not to read this yeah. bloody thing again and remind yourself, you know. Um and so. For me, it, there was always a pivotal point. Not too much at the beginning, right? But yeah. when we're talking our relationship that's established. Yeah. Maybe the you know you've gone to live together. Let's let's leave the dating aside yes. for a minute. You're living together. You've made some commitment. You've kind of decided you're good enough for each other, and yes. you're and you're continuing down that road, making some uh, adjustments to your lives. You know, leaving some things behind, putting things together. The two of you. And then you find yourself questioning. That's kind yes. of where you're saying. Yeah. And so when, how do you discern when the time is to go? Well, when the list is getting longer, yeah. number one, when, when the negatives are outweighing the positives. Yes. Um, as I say, don't confuse sex with love and attachment yes. and watch that because, mm -hmm. you know, as you get forward in life, being able to have a really good sex life is sort of, mm -hmm. you know, it's a semi-skill that that yeah. that comes with life, and um, and I, I think that people get very lost in that. Yeah. And uh, so 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 don't confuse that. The other the other then I suppose I would be thinking about is how does this make me feel? Am I feeling less good about myself in this relationship than outside of it when I'm with mm -hmm. this person or when I am alone? Am I am I does this relationship lift me up yeah. or does Enhance it constrict yes. me? Does yes. it, does it make me be less me mm -hmm. and less myself? And I think you have to really watch that. Now we all give up a little bits of ourselves in relationships, you know, at yeah. different points, you do less of this, more of that. That's okay. But, but you gotta, you only, you know, mm -hmm. if deep down there's a part of you that's not singing. Yes. I know not, what you mean. Yeah. Not being you whether that's in company, whether mm -hmm. that's pursuing the sport you used to always love, but now, you know, some somebody doesn't like you going or doesn't like you playing, doesn't like you actually, being out at night, yeah, doesn't like you being out on a Saturday. These kind of things you have to yeah. listen to and say, how much of me am I giving up here? There's an ad They're actually on the radio at the moment and it's like, she doesn't go into these family functions and it's like, he's you can hear him talking in the background saying it's for women's aid. Yes. And it, I was just driving along, you know, to Galway the other day and I heard it two or three times and I actually, it's really... You know, it's really impactful. Now, it's yeah. sad that it just says, and it's it's a fantastic ad, but, uh, you know, there's men in that relation, the men in that side of things as well. Absolutely. But, you know, if you are in that situation, you know, what would you be your advice to somebody? 
you mean if there is uh, a real abuse going on yeah, and, and or that control feeling of threat. or yes or well, fear first, oh fear well fear is a huge marker mm-hmm. and uh, the first thing I always say to people is go to the Women's Refuge yes. website yes and read it okay because it sort of allows you to think yes the other thing I often say to people is stop trying to change things yes you know if you feel this is bigger than you stop trying to change things okay but if by going to the website you can first of all you get the phone number of course mm-hmm. but also sometimes people aren't quite at that point of fear no I know but that, they're yeah. at that point where they're worried yeah. that it's going the wrong direction and uh, I know think it's bigger than them it's bigger than yeah. them and it's crushing them yeah I, I, that's what I normally would yeah. do obviously if they're with me that's a different matter but you know if, if it's just a quick bit of advice yes. I would always say go there read mm-hmm. it see if this speaks to you okay and if this seems like your story just, and just if it going. is just so it's not just me keep, saying keep going on your track to get out yes yeah. and sometimes people then by the fact that it's written there in front of them by somebody else yes. nobody's adjusting it they can just read it with no nobody yes. nobody sort of trying to influence them in any way yes. that can be very helpful to them yeah so you see breakups are just tough mm-hmm. stuff tough to deal with tough to negotiate when it happens when mm-hmm. you know even when you yeah. know you should mm-hmm. get out um it's really difficult. Definitely, the trick is to have some clear time. Okay. Bear the up and down. You're, there's a lot of emotion in it. Yes. I mean, it's very difficult and painful to sit with that feeling of kind of loss and letting go. And loneliness. And loneliness. Well, and loneliness. Well, that's where family come in and friends come in. Yes. Good friends. Mm-hmm. Rat, wrap around and, you know, start doing things. I mean, I've had mm-hmm. a, a number of people who would have broken up just before they were about to get married. Yeah. For example, which, as we all know, is a very exciting oh God, time yeah. in life and where where they, you know, where in one or two instances where the guy withdrew at um, in the last hour, like in the last, I don't mean literally hour of the day, but in the last, say, two, two or three months. Yeah. Now, I know that's hard and difficult. I mean, I think that's about as difficult a breakup as yeah, you can is, have. Yeah, that is very Because difficult. you're at a, a, a very exciting mm-hmm. time. The, everybody knows you're getting married so yeah. there is nobody who doesn't know I know yeah. that you're getting married many of these instances that I've dealt with the, the you know the invites have gone out all of that all the picking the has been done out probably within the six weeks as well so you know? hard yes. like so painful mm. and difficult but but when you peep back in to those situations mm-hmm. in each situation I would say they both knew they yeah. had lost something in that relationship but they were sliding forward into mm. this marriage and really in the both instances that I'm thinking of in my mind the guy was braver yeah I can and he saved that. her in many yes. ways saved her from having two kids and then it's yeah yeah out the door. 20 years of this yes. time yes you only get one life and not being yes. able to sustain it over time so <clears throat> difficult painful and then you see people move forward mm-hmm. into very good relationships very quickly often after that mm-hmm. It's not a rebound. I think it's a clarity time. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of, a lot in there. Um, for, of course, I have people that come to me for matchmaking. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. Again, it's two people getting to know each other, whatever it is. So sometimes I get asked, how do I break up with somebody? And, you know, look, what I would say, I have some points here on it. Yes. One, I would always say dignity. Remember, okay, I know you're emotional at the moment. So let's just take it. So if someone's breaking up with you or you're breaking up with them, 
still be a person of high value. I know it's an emotional time, but just relax, okay? Mm-hmm. Second of all, what I would say is wish them well and really go into it wishing them well. Now, they may try and create some sort of argument with you because, again, it is emotional time. Don't rise to the bait. And I think we're in the dating frame here. Yeah, we are in the dating, in frame. The dating frame. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, because, again... Because you don't get a lot of wishing well with the 20 years. No, okay, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I can understand I that. I haven't really yes. encountered that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of as well liken it to firing somebody. So yeah. if any time I've had to fire, I've managed businesses down through the years and everything like that, uh, get in, get out fast. So don't do it on a night where you've said you're going to go on date night or you're away for a weekend mm. or you're on a family holiday or anything like that, okay? Yeah. Do it on a day, maybe a day you're not even supposed to meet up and just say, hey, can I call in for a coffee? So, you know. Yes. Don't it, set it up like Don't set it up like you're, it. they think they're going out on date night, okay? Yeah. Just literally go in chat away for a few moments chit chat as Irish people we have to do a bit of chit chat just for normal conversational etiquette but then say look and then give them a reason whatever the biggest reason is not 20 reasons one big reason say you might say there's a few different things but I think this is the most important or this is the one really you know whatever it is now maybe don't pick a reason that they think they can fix because they will kind of focus in it on yes, it okay yes but I would say one reason, if you're going to give a reason or no reason, say it's just my feeling. You don't have to have a reason to break up with someone, yeah. unfortunately. Um, not unfortunately, you don't have to have a reason to break up with somebody. And then stay there 10, 15 minutes max and then be gone. So it's like firing someone's like the job doesn't mm-hmm. suit you, not you and don't suit the job. You would and I would always say go in, you know. Yeah, yeah, I would person. meet them. And now a lot of people won't don't do yeah, it. Yeah, well, I, th- I personally just think manners is it's free yes and so but, well if you're at the stage where you're meeting each other a lot and yes, you're established together yeah. I, I think, think really that's reasonable i think really after three four five dates i think yes. it's important i think women after the third date need it in person if i'm honest yeah um maybe, don't think that's the way it would go though in general now people they probably would just text I, or I just think, disappear or go i think at any time yeah I, I but think i think this is the right way to do it i think this no, is i think the, it's a yeah. good way i think and what you're saying there as well i mean I know sometimes I come across like a little bit crystal clear on it, but that's because no, I've had to, to learn to be clear yeah, for everybody. To, yeah. But I, I often, um, I, I used to kind of train managers on giving feedback. And, yes. uh, and I, I always thought, I found it quite helpful. And it's yeah. always, it, one of the things I would think here in the breakup thing is, it's name the feeling that you feel. What are your fears about doing this? Yes. And kind of just just scribble them down there for yourself, you know. Yeah. Well, I fear, fear he's, you know, he's going to be really hurt because I know somebody hurt him before. Or yeah. I, I fear he's, you know, write it down. So name it for yourself, mm-hmm. okay? And even at the outset, say, look, my intention here, you know, mm-hmm. and my fear is that yeah. you're going to really feel I'm, you know, I've led you along or you're mm-hmm. going to feel la, la, la. Something yeah. like that. So you kind of say it. So you kind of acknowledge it and op- I- openly. Yeah, yeah. And then deliver the message. Yes. Now, guys do take breakup differently. Yeah. To women. They don't need an awful lot of reasons, actually. They don't, know. Now, that said, they also suffer with the rejection feeling, most mm-hmm. especially when they're younger. Yeah. But I find once guys are into their sort of 23 plus, yes. they're generally... You know, well able to contend with it, and not being able to deal with rejection is poking something in your deeper self, yeah. which needs a little bit of addressing. Because the reality is, 
Loads of people aren't going to like you. Yeah. Loads of people aren't going to fancy you. And you want Loads to only be with someone that might wants find to you be boring. with you. Yes. You know, scientists might find me boring. Yeah. You know, different people, mm-hmm. you know, different things. Um, creative people like creative people. So you're not going to be it yeah. for everybody. So why why do you need to explain it too Absolutely. much? That's, I suppose, what I'm saying. Yes. You respect the person. You like the person. You enjoyed the time together. Yes. I, I think a key thing is valuing what you have. You, I think you know, so. I'm actually you saying that I good. really enjoyed it, but I don't think yes. it should. Don't give them a bullshit reason. Like I've had one or two people saying to and people. And value what you had together. Yeah, I've had one or two people saying to people they're breaking up with, like, I'm not looking for a long-term relationship. It's like, yes, you are. That's the whole reason you came to me in the first place. And then I'm like, are you looking for a long-term relationship? They're like, yeah, I am, but just not with them. And I say, don't say that. Though. Like, it's just, yes. don't give them a bullshit relation, uh, reason if you are yes. giving them a reason. Just even saying, I just don't feel chemistry. I just don't feel... Whatever it is, you know, you really don't have to justify you it. You don't, but that's that why I'm saying you don't need the yeah, reason. And you can get a bit lost in the. Oh, you can, and that's the, why I'm saying stick to one point. Which is partly men, why men don't explain, or and ghost. It's why they. Yes. It's why they walk away. I know. Men don't like the big, long, fat explanation. They uh, women. That's liked, why I'm also like get in, get out. Like the yes. breakup should take no longer than twenty minutes. Just say like it. nearly setting the phone on your uh, an alarm yeah. on your iPhone so you can get back out the door. You know exactly. So I think that you're right. That's a good way. Yeah. Um, it's a good way to be to be direct, be straight, be clear. Mm-hmm. Say your fear. If as I yes. say, name your fear. You know, uh, or your discomfort mm-hmm. with it, and then move on. And the separate time. You know, definitely yeah. clear the space, clear yes. the space. Don't keep talking, 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 talking. It doesn't actually help anybody. Okay. Because if if the other person doesn't want you to break up with them and they want to keep meeting, well, they're struggling. So yeah, so, so you need to be the strong person. It doesn't mean you never speak to them again. I'm not saying no. that. I would answer and say, well, look, in a week or two, yeah. let's meet again and discuss it for sure. And I do think you should meet in a week or two. If it's been a long time now, if yeah, it's been so three if it's or been four long. dates, oh my God. No, we're don't. not talking that. Well, like yeah. if it's been six, eight months, whatever, just say to them, look, we'll just let the just settle we'll talk in a week's time okay yep. but like it's not going to be blaming it's just going to be a nice conversation because I do think the zero contact does shock is what I would say yes. so it's nice for them to know that they're going to see you in a week or two don't meet each other's houses because there is obviously a huge chance that you're going to sleep with each other so don't do that that's right stay um, out yeah stay because in, what in happens out. then is all the hormones start flooding the lady's body again so mm. you need to kind of reduce that yes but what I would say as well right if you are after breaking up with someone see that week in between I think there's a few things you can help yourself do I think one you can be very gentle with yourself too like you know if you have to go to a wedding that week whatever like bloody don't go to the wedding okay yes uh, as well as that I would say uh, go for a massage because you're you're thinking of the feeling the, the, it's the, the physical the physical contact yes. when you break up with someone the feeling mm. of the loss of the physical contact yes. the hugs is, they, is so strong yes. book yourself in somewhere lovely for a massage so go yeah. to a spa even if it's just a, an hour massage somewhere I think it's a lovely I think very it's a good really idea. good idea and then it I makes was, you feel cosseted yeah. you know and yeah. I think as well, like, you know, you are going to be thinking about it a bit. Please don't, don't rehash with every single person and give them the version. Because let's face it, you might end up going back to this person. So they yeah. don't need to know all your details. Yes. But and it confuses the picture. It does. In your mind. It's your, this is you who has to and process it. And stop romanticizing it, it and, and putting yeah. it up in a pedestal. Be realistic. You know, it's not the potential. Like, there obviously wasn't something working. There wasn't something working and that's the important thing. Yeah. That's either the for reason. you or for them. Yeah. And in the same yeah. way, people would, would often say like breakup isn't all about the end. It's also about no. the beginning. Yes. Because it it's you have this opportunity to, you know, to start afresh. Yes. And um, 
Kent, was it um, Sharon Horgan the other day? I really liked something she said. I um, mean, she's, I think, super smart and yeah. and super funny. And uh, But she has uh, a separated in the last sort of, I think it's six, maybe four years or so. Yeah. And she just was talking about how it is this opportunity, you know, mm-hmm. for a new beginning to be more you, yeah. to be your your better self, your, you know, and something in that relationship wasn't letting that happen for her. Yes. Doesn't mean this person wasn't good, but we all have mm-hmm. our own limitations and yeah. our limits. And I know it's it's hard not to blame or mm-hmm. but the truth is if we can see the good in the relationship, sometimes people we we run our we run out of road with each other. Yes. That can happen too. We reach the limit of our capacity with each other. And those kind of situations are just where relationships come to a kind of a natural end. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's at six months. Sometimes it's after four dates. And sometimes it's much later. And I think if people can value what they've had, see the the opportunity, you know, Mm -hmm. when a relationship is not good enough, don't blame yourself don't blame the other person, but see it more in this fit sense. Now, yeah. I know we've talked infidelity. It's hard yeah. not to blame. But we've been down that road, but just in a more simplistic way, keeping this clear. Mm-hmm. I think that you have to value what you have, have had in that relationship and value what it has given you yeah. and perhaps what you have given them. And a good yeah. ending, a really good ending is when you can see the good in both and the limit of each other. I think it's no harm as well to go to therapy and talk to someone for a while afterwards just to get a bit of clarity, perhaps talk about patterns, whatever might come out, whether you're the person that did the breaking up or whether you're the person that got broken up with. I think it's important to Especially if you can't understand it. (coughs) Exactly, yeah. Yeah. If you feel you can't see why it's all happening, I think then it will will facilitate your recovery. And... um, and and most of all, be super kind to yourself and get friends around you, get family mm-hmm. around you. And as you say, go for the massage, do lovely things and be you, you know, or do the things that you wanted to do that they stopped you doing. So yes. whether it's a case of they never liked going for walks in a particular place, go there that weekend or if they didn't like right. that restaurant, go to that place that you did like that they didn't particularly yes. like. Do something that kind of Routine. celebrates your freedom is yes. what I would say, because guess what? It is freedom for a lot of people that when they break up from a relationship there's so much freedom it's yeah. like you no longer have to answer to anybody your time is your own That's you right. no longer have to text anyone back you don't ever have to text them back for the and rest you have of your to life use that time you do and you kind of have to celebrate it you don't have to go to the in-laws i love this part you don't have to go to the in-laws you don't have to see their mother yes. all of this stuff like yes. that should be a celebration in itself sometimes, sometimes um yeah. you know depending on what the issues were um but there well, is put your arms around it that's what you're saying it, yeah. around uh, the new beginning i know it takes time we we're not simplifying it here yes you know we're just we're opening it up Mm -hmm. and because it's painful business and and i think that people stay very alone with it Mm -hmm. and i suppose what we're trying to do is say look you know i mean i i didn't say a lot about my my own breakups but i suppose part of why i understand it is i like everybody else have had breakups and and had a separation in my 30s you know my early 30s and so I really get it. And I think that's why I've always been really interested in seemingly healthy yeah. breakups. And uh, even when people let you down, sometimes we have to just forgive, move on. Yes, I, I think so. I have a four-week dating masterclass. And anybody that would have done the four-week dating masterclass know that I have Mairead's rules for dating. One of them is, I will not try to reignite something with someone that has rejected me. So if someone has broken up with you, it's that over. is not your opportunity to start running after them. It is over, over, okay? Mm. Now, there is things you can do, though. 
Okay, slightly. Well, we'll say my lips up. So no, this it's is not. Reigniting if you Marie really style, want, is it? yeah. Well, so okay, <laughs> yeah. So we don't reignite. Okay, but there are things we can do to increase the chances. But why would you want to reignite it? Well, I don't know. But if somebody really did want to, okay, mm-hmm, okay. So that's the question. Okay, yeah. See, exactly. Mm. Right. What I would say is, even if the person breaks up with you, or even if you are the person that broke up with them, okay. Um. I would say zero contact for 14 days minimum. So if they've okay. broken up with you and the thing is you really, now you really need to dig deep as to do you actually want to or do you just want to be manipulating or what is it, okay? But zero contact for 14 days. Okay. Um, Because there is a certain, I think it does trigger a feeling of abandonment, codependency, those sort of things. But I have, I have a little nugget and I really do believe this. They always come back. Not kind of. They always come back. Now, whether or not they should come back is another question. Yeah. But if you are absolutely traumatized at this very moment, they will be back. So just if it's a case of, oh my God, I'm never going to speak to them for the rest of their life, that kind of feeling of abandonment, they actually will be back at some stage. So what you're saying is, in order to, in a way, what you're saying is, in order to get them back. Yeah. You got to make them fill the gap. Yes, really. Yes. That's it. Yes. Now, so the, yeah, the, but the, you the, see, that should have been done all along the way. I know it should have been done all along the way, and but it wasn't. I know. know. I guess you. That's that, it. Yes, or it might have been done too much. And yeah. <laughs> that's why they left because yeah. they weren't getting enough love. But so the fourteen day, obviously, I would say whether it's somebody texting you or whatever, nobody ever just disappears off the face of the earth. Even if you've been ghosted, somebody will always will always um, they'll always come back don't romanticise it but it might give you a bit of clarity because when you're breaking up with somebody and I've noticed this as well time speeds up yeah like time is just so fast so just stop for a minute don't send any crazy messages don't do anything you regret later just zero contact give yourself a bit of clarity maybe go and talk to a therapist once or twice in the meantime and just think about it and all well, that's the because things. what you're saying there you see is you sparking desire yeah. if people want what they, when you when you withdraw from someone they they begin to wonder about yeah. you and uh in a way you know you're using that yes. for this purpose which yeah. which is fine that's you, you know if if that's what if you really do want to reignite yes. you maybe want to reignite just because you don't want to be the one mm-hmm. who was what somebody walked away from yeah that's fine, but you just check your motive. You'd need to check your motivation there yes. to see that you're not walking, as they say, back into a hot yeah, pan that's situation it. that's going to hurt you. It gives you a bit more. of time as well. You and know, a bit it of does. And it also is kind of the nicest little bit of reassurance. If you have either broken up with them or they're breaking up with you, that mm. look, you aren't going to talk to each other again. It's not the absolute end end. Unfortunately, for some people, it should be the end end. Yes. But just it slows it all down. It gives both kind of parties just a bit of time to just chill out for a second yeah and, to and have a bit back. of clarity yeah, yeah as well as everything and there's so much more we still have to talk about but we're probably not going to get it t- no. today which is you know when is a good time to start dating again yes so maybe we'll, we'll have to talk about that. breakups again or I think we need to talk about um yes a new starts as well Great. a new beginnings I think exactly. we covered so much today I think anybody that is kind of on the fence as to whether or not they should break up or you know, has had a very traumatic breakup and hasn't started back again. Like at least, you know, what to do next. I do think if somebody has been down, like as in it's been three months, six months uh, and it's getting longer and you still don't want to or if you're just only looking for casual for long term after a big relationship, 
you know, ask yourself why. Don't just say, well, this is a new me and I'm never going to be in a relationship again. And if I can, just as a last thing, even just in, in kind of in the conversation, I find it has come up. Check your own breakup pattern. Yes. Check check how you do handle breakups yes. because we've all had had a few. Yes. What does it do to you? What does it throw you back to? Mm. And are you reacting in a very negative way? Yes. And if you are, you know, let's review that. Yes. Really review that. And the very best way is to externalize it. Mm. Write it down. I know it seems very basic, but it's a way of making you think in a different direction. Yeah. And breakups, as I say, they they are they're also a beginning, not just an end. Brilliant. Thank you, Steph. Thank you, Mairead. Yeah, lovely chat. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Tough Love. Next week, we are talking about infidelity. If you have any questions or if there's anything you would like us to discuss, please contact us on either Instagram or on our website, toughlove.ie.